0: Hello, Sports Without Balls. I've missed you last week. We're on episode 51. Happy July 4th. I hope you guys had amazing July 4th weekends. I certainly did because I was hanging out with the guest of this podcast. Yes. Uh, This woman, we have done stand-up together. She does sketch. She does improv. She has her own show called Hot on the Red Carpet, which you can find on YouTube.com backslash hotredcarpet.com. Everybody, please welcome one of the, the funniest slash nicest women in show business. Please welcome Erin Brown. Hi, Erin Foley. Hi, Brownie. We call each other uh, by our last names. Erin uh, Brown, I call her Brownie for the last, I don't know, 15 years yeah. that I've known you. And so it's Foley and Brownie.
1: It's a Foley-Brownie show. Or we could just call each other Erin and Erin for the first time and confuse all your listeners. Yes. <laughs> I
0: say Brownie. News spore-
1: newsport. I don't think I can actually call you
0: Aaron. It's weird. After all those years of calling you Brownie. I can't. It's awkward. We have an amazing podcast today. I've been trying to get Brownie on for years before I even started the show. (laughs) Uh, Here's what we got. Here's what we got. We've got uh, we've got World Cup. Uh, Brownie and I watched a bunch of games together. Uh, we've got uh, Wimbledon. Uh, we've got some uh, Ronda Rousey, uh, Chris Weidman, UFC stuff. Uh, but before we begin this exciting episode, something happened on Saturday, which is considered a sport. Uh, and I texted you, and I was like, "Turn this on immediately," because we were both from New York. Joey Chestnut uh, continued his reign. The hot dog eating contest in Coney Island was on Saturday. And we're going to talk about some competitive eating. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's nothing more American than shoving hot dogs in your face on the 4th of July.
0: Go America. <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. like the best theme song to any uh, movie of all time. <laughs> all right. So Saturday was the uh, Nathan's hot dogs. It's, I don't know how many years it's been going on. It's been going on for a gazillion years. Coney Island i sit now i had i'd actually never watched it live before i've just seen clips uh but it is one of this is let me just break there's so many things to discuss this is actually considered you know it's considered a sport it's yeah it's part of the mle major league eating it's like MLB. seriously no i'm i'm serious (laughs) Because I was taking furious notes because I knew it was on, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to check this out. So Megan and I, my sister, were flipping between the uh, Argentina game
1: and uh, hot dog eating contest, right? And, and this the, unfortunately, the, the yeah. hot dog eating contest was more exciting. It was actually yeah. more exciting, and I'm so glad it was the best wake up call I ever had on Fourth of July. Was turn on your TV. Oh, that's right.
0: It was actually on the Fourth yeah. of July. It was yeah. on Friday. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we start watching uh, this, and then I text Brownie. I'm like, "You have this is the most ridiculous thing ever." So I got into this whole nerdy world of of competitive eating. I'd heard of it before. I Certainly, have seen clips of the Coney Island hot eating co- contest, but the way it was filmed on ESPN or ESPN two was, it was like a sporting event. It, it was, was unbelievable. Olympics.
1: It was the, Olympics. it was like the gold medal. I mean, I just, yeah. At first I, I wanted to turn it off cause I thought I was going to hurl. Yeah.
0: It's, and then, you can, yeah, it's, it's like disgusting. watching a train wreck and yeah. you
1: have to keep watching it.
0: For people who are not familiar with this, uh, <laughs> with this, they, uh, there's female and male competitive eating. This, we're just going to discuss this event and, but I've got some really good stats. Uh, it was like uh, you know it was a pre game taped video. Then there's this huge long table with judges. Every eater has a judge. There's probably like one like maybe 10 dudes something there's like that. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. No, no, the place is packed. It's yeah. on Coney Island,
1: but on that on the dais. On the dais there was probably <laughs> the like maybe 15 meters 10-15 the- oh,
0: eaters yeah easily easily. All right. So this was the men's competition. It was specifically for eating hot dogs, right? Uh, and it was a sanctioned major league eating event. By the way, uh, the people that founded, uh, the major league eating, it's George and Richard Shea. They also own Nathan hot dogs, Nathan's hot dogs. I did not know that. Sponsored by. Yeah. Nathan's hot dogs. Uh, okay. So the winner, the, 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 so the backstory, who they followed this guy, this is why I was like, Brownie, you have to see this. (laughs) His name is Joey Chestnut.
1: He's won how
0: many years in a row? This is his seventh year in a row. Mm-hmm. He was going for I think seven wins in a row. Gross. His name is Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. He comes out. He's reigning champ. Did you see him come out on that like float? Yeah. They carried him out yeah. with like a like a king like a what do you call it? Crown. Yeah, with a crown. Mm-hmm. Coney Island.
1: Where's this, Corchester?
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So he comes out. Well, first of all, we have to talk about that. He proposes to his girlfriend before the match start, and she is a competitive eater.
1: I can't handle that. <laughs> I can't because I was thinking if this guy can get someone. <laughs> We're, both We're both single.
0: We're both single. and Joey Chestnut who shoves hot dogs in his mouth for a living is proposes to his girlfriend. I mean, he's a
1: champion. Who wouldn't want to be with he's him? He's a
0: champion. His body. Seven Ooh. times over. They also went through this thing. Uh, They went through this whole science of sports. Sometimes ESPN has these clips of like the science of sports of, you know, when your body runs this long, hydration, whatever. They had, I don't know if you saw this. I missed this part. Okay. They had a model of, you know, like anatomy, anatomy of the body. So they had like the stomach, some organs, you know, and they, they were able to do this thing where they were shoving hot dogs down the throat of a a model human body and what it did to the stomach, and it was basically the stomach almost became extended to like a nine month like pregnancy. It and they did the numbers of hot dogs, and you just saw the stomach expanding, expanding, and, and now it, it outgrew every single organ, and it looked like the like the the stomach was pregnant.
1: And the swallowing technique—it's all about the swallowing technique.
0: And they take the buns. And they soak them in water. Oh,
1: yeah. I was wondering what that was. That
0: was, I think, I have to fact check this. Carol is actually uh, sober, you guys. What? Drinking lemonade all weekend. So disappointed. Yes. Jeez she is.
1: Louise. She's
0: actually completely on the ball. She's here. She's just. Okay, Carol. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're both wearing bathing suits. Um, I'm house sitting. <laughs> uh, I, I do believe that there's this, there's this huge. Carol, get your hand off my knee. Oh, Carol, she... Come on. She's bisexual. Anyway, uh, there's this dude Kobayashi, Takaro Kobayashi. And he was like, he's like reigning champ of all things like uh, power eating, whatever. Yeah. uh, Major League eating. Then he had to retire. There's this scandal, whatever, whatever. Here's the thing. Uh, Wait, I did bring him up because I think he's the one credited to dunking the hot dog buns in the water to get him down. I mean, first of all let's
1: just let's why do just, they have to do it with the buns yeah i don't understand
0: i guess it's all part of it because bread expands in your stomach and I this is part so. of the
1: competition i mean are they gonna have like like if they brought that to la yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would be atkins but it would be like a veggie dog like you could actually qualify for it since oh you my like god your, your i i'd have one veg- veggie dog here's what i'm
0: thinking here let's just uh take a little segue here how do you know how do you go from like hey i'm a big eater to like i want to competitively
1: eat i want to i want to eat 81 hot dogs in 10 minutes they only have 10 minutes so it's
0: it's 10 minutes the dude's record this is when i was like i have to watch all of this because i saw the pregame right and it was actually called like the pregame it was shot like this dude like how you talk to athletes before the big game so this is when i was like absolutely losing my mind megan i were dying laughing okay so the dude last year his record was 69 right Mm -hmm. and they're like are you gonna go for 69 this year obviously like are you gonna try to blow it out like what's like they're telling me like what and he literally said to camera he said this he said uh i haven't even haven't even reached my potential i haven't even reached my potential he's like if the weather is good the weather. The weather. If the weather is good and the hot dogs are great,
1: I can go for 73. Jeez Louise. <laughs> well, it was pouring rain and, and the crowd still showed up. They all yeah. had their umbrellas. And that was the other thing the announcers yeah. were like, oh, the rain is slowing them down. The I rain know. is slowing them down. I'm like slowing them down. They're shoving hot dogs in their faces. I don't quite understand it. And then Stoney. Yes. The guy. Who okay. Almost, so his
0: major competition this year was this dude, Stoney. He was like 21 years old, yeah. right? Yeah. Little Asian dude. Yeah. And he could
1: eat like a motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, they said about him, is this going to be a possible upset? He's <laughs> lean and mean. He's that good. Are 53 dogs to qualify going to be the the new thing? Like, it was crazy. Oh, my yeah, God. Ra- that's... Rain and wind, nothing for the fight uh, and swallow technique. No, it...
0: I mean, and they were doing two at a time, by the way, for people who have never seen these glorious, glorious competitions. They're shoving two hot dogs in their face, then soaking the bun. Yeah. And to have it count, they have to, like, you know, have everything... You know, not, I wouldn't say digest it. It's going to take, you no. know, 17 weeks to digest and, this. and then it was
1: like watching a Janet Jackson video. He does like the snake. Yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Stoney <laughs> was
0: totally doing this little like shimmy. Yeah. He was <laughs> doing it a down. shimmy to get it down. Oh, the whole thing was crazy. I kind of want Stony to win next year. I totally want Stony yeah. to win. Chestnut's had his reign. Chestnut's he's engaged. Yes, You're a king. Another thing, he, which is so New York, he's like, I didn't, you know, listen, I didn't plan to be a competitive eater. He's like, I, you know, I'd like to retire one day and go back into construction management. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Joey Chestnut. Okay. I wrote down, this is just for, uh, this, well, this is for all our listeners, but Brown, I just want to see the expression. Here's other world records Joey Chestnut has his held. It's not just hot dogs. Oh, really, I don't. Oh, he's a other champion groups. competitive eater. <sighs> Deep fried asparagus eating champ, twelve pounds in ten minutes. Oh, gross. Pork ribs, thirteen pounds in twelve minutes. Steak, four point five pounds in eight minutes. Hot dogs, two thousand third Nathan champion with 69 dogs. Uh, by the way, they also write down the stats like it's Major League Baseball. It's like 69 HDB. That's hot dogs with buns. I'm like, <laughs> this, is this RBIs? Like, what is happening? <laughs> oh 70 God. bratwurst and 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. Is
1: he? Are there ever injuries, and do they check if he... Keeps them down. I mean, does he ever just get sick afterwards?
0: I would I would naturally assume, but then you see his body and you're like, he's the thing is he doesn't look obese or anything, no. but he's got one of those disgusting male pear shaped yeah, bodies. He's you a know total what I mean? pear. He's a
1: total pear with a hot pear. Eating <laughs> <laughs> totally
0: Hey, hey, Joey Chester, how many pears can you get down in your pear shaped body?
1: I'm gonna go to those edible arrangements and just send him a big <laughs> thing flowers, but it's all made of pears. I mean there For their wedding. In- For their wedding we could do that.
0: Wait, they should competitively eat at their wedding edible arrangements. Seriously. That would be the funniest thing ever. You need to have
1: him on the show. They're going
0: to stop... They're going to stop the wedding so they can both compete against each other with
1: edible arrangements. And now it's time to cut the cake. Is the bride or the groom going to eat the whole cake faster? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be ridiculous. That would be amazing.
0: That would be the funniest thing ever. They competitively eat their wedding cake and all the edible arrangements. Sick. All right. Listen, great start. Competitive. Now I'm starving. Uh, I'm going to see how many corn muffins I can shove in my face.
1: Carol put Oh God Carol can you order 15,000 pizzas please Yes Thanks.
0: We're going to Competitively eat pizzas And the boxes Pizzas
1: with boxes <laughs> PWB All right World Cup The World Cup Is taking over It's taking over Our lives I'm so happy There's not a game today Because yeah. every time I watch It's been so good That I feel like I'm going to have A heart attack Yeah Like a heart attack Yeah I'm sitting there I'm turning into you Like watching it In my apartment Like People are blossoming All around me Yeah nuts
0: uh all right we're gonna go through some highlights so last week uh last week uh, i took a sports without balls podcast off because it was july 4th and i needed a, a little uh, i needed a week of inspiration i watched so many sports it was ridiculous but uh, so here's the games it was the quarterfinals last week now we're into the semifinals this week so we'll talk about that on the next podcast but there were some amazing games uh and let's kick it off because we did not usa did not uh, make the quarterfinals we made the round of 16 brownie and i watched the game and we're going to talk about that game. It's USA. Uh, USA played Belgium. Tim Howard, oh, World my Cup God. record Love.
1: sixteen saves. Amazing. He was. I, I've never seen anything like that before. It was great. I well, think it's the beard. It's, it's like beard. an extra netting. It's an extra protection. <laughs> he first of all, he's so effing hot. It's so ridiculous. cute. That's why I watch it, people. Oh, <laughs> oh, just kidding. I'm she's, just kidding. Yeah. I'm no, so into it. It's ridiculous. That's yeah. just a bonus. They're just in prime shape. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're stunning. Prime I've shape. always
0: said this. I think... We, I don't know if we said this on the last podcast or not, but what is it about the... Since I was a little kid, all the dudes that have played soccer, it's like you have to also be an
1: incredibly good looking. It's it's ridiculous yeah. how yeah. good looking these players are. And they're are. just running the whole time. Like, they're yeah. just so cut. I mean, other sports, yeah. they don't have to be in the best shape. Soccer, the, it's... I've
0: seen... I mean the level of soccer, of course the level of soccer you could argue this about any world cup. But the level where so- it's just unbelievable. It's so great. These games. Okay, so yeah. Brownie and I decide. Now, I I put I posted this on Twitter. I can't I can't watch games in public. I have a really hard time watching games I in public. I will never
1: watch <laughs> a serious sporting event, which is pretty much everything um with Aaron <laughs> Foley in public. Uh, Maybe I'll go to her house for a breakfast blowout.
0: <laughs> we did the breakfast blowout. We had USA Germany uh, breakfast blowout such at a 9 a.m. God, but, that game. But it's yeah. okay
1: because we still moved on and we got out of we the group of death. We still moved
0: on. The group of death. Yeah. You have to be so proud of the USA getting yeah, out of the group of death. Uh, so we had a breakfast blowout that Saturday morning. And I thought, you know what, Erin? Let's just go outside of your comfort zone. Wait, were you
1: talking to me or you? No, this is, I'm talking okay. to myself. All right. You
0: know what, Foley? Go outside <laughs> Can you imagine if I only spoke about myself using my last name? You know what, Foley? Go outside of your comfort zone. Go to a bar. Be around crazy, fun Americans. Yes. I really thought we were going to be Belgium. I really did. It was a
1: good game towards the end. I mean, we stepped it up big time. Oh, in last we stepped it up t- it was, big time. Because we went, was that
0: overtime? Well, we'll break down the game in a second. I'm sorry. I want to break down the bar culture. All right, you. let's do that. Here's where I went wrong. And it was it was partly my fault. Mm. Partly my sister's fault. Although she had, we had the right thinking. The right... The, there was a string of bars on Cuenca and Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was like big wangs and all this stuff. It oh, was yeah. just craziness. And I thought, all right, we'll pick this other... I'm not going to mention it. It's fine. But... Uh, it wasn't Three Cantina. Yeah, it wasn't... I, I would go back there. No, actually, I wouldn't go back there. But uh, it, and there was no one around. So we're like, this is perfect. They're like, we're, we're going to show the World Cup game. You know, we're like, all right, sweet. We're, we were there at 11.45 for one o'clock game yep. to get the table. And I realize it's more of a restaurant. It's not a sports bar. I get it. Mm-hmm. But they were shooting some sort of freaking commercial, commercial on the side of the bar. They did not. We were uh, people. Sports Without Balls fans. If you're new, you'll uh, quickly quickly uh, understand how ups- obsessive a sports fan I am. If you're my regulars, you'll know you're going to lose your minds. They did not have the volume on. I was screaming. How many times did I mention put the volume on? I mean, it was bad mood no, no all No national the way. anthem. No national anthem. Close I caption, was losing my mind. Then they had the closed captioning on, which takes up, listen, I, I, I appreciate it, but it wasn't right. like there was, there actually was later on, but we don't even need to discuss this. We don't even discuss. We actually started complaining. We have to discuss it. <laughs> Brownie Knight started complaining that the closed captioning was on because it took up a quarter of the bottom of the screen. You couldn't see. You couldn't see. The goal, basically. They finally turned the volume on. Yeah. Finally, they finished doing their stupid commercial. Mm -hmm. Now we have to navigate people standing in front of us Um, while we're sitting. I must ask these people to move 790
1: times. I I pretended I wasn't with her. And I, I did. I was getting ready to go to the Puerto Rican Day Parade with my um, do rag. Oh my god, you had a American sweet, flag. sweet American flag do rag on. I'm patriotic, people. But yeah, you asked those people; they wanted to punch you in the face, pretty much. Some of them were polite. Some, I, I literally yeah. was like, there's i mean I, is she, it just you're, la or
0: what people just stand right in front of you and you're like does anybody have any awareness and i would say i would say politely right. say, excuse me um we can't see you're standing right in front of me this isn't like a stand-up bar right also and then i said when if some of them gave me dirty looks i said i got here at 11 <laughs> 30 okay so <laughs> i've watched every game and you're just here on your lunch break so go look yourself yeah like that tall man. He di- didn't even respond he to me. He was like,
1: and I'll move over a half an inch. Yeah. I was uh, like, oh no, you'll keep moving. Yeah. So we have to talk about the, the closed captioning because it was about the so, funniest thing ever. Oh, I got there a few minutes after you yeah. guys and I guess there had already been like a kerfuffle about it. So yeah. I, I was like the new blood at the table. Yeah. So the waiter I politely said, hey, do you think you could turn that closed captioning off? And he's like, we don't really know how to do it, but we'll work on it. And then it was like, there's not like there's deaf people here. Yeah. Cut to—I'm not even kidding. Five minutes later, maybe
0: seven deaf people walked in. They're signing in the corner, yeah. and he comes back. He goes, "We're really working on that closed captioning." We're like, "No, no don't, worry, worry about, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. You can't take the closed captioning off." There's seven deaf people in the corner. It
1: what was chance. What Are the
0: chances? <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing. And then three of them, uh, of course, you know, they didn't know. Again, like everyone else. Uh, stood in front And I'm like Now I have to tell deaf people To get away yeah. from me Because Not get away from me get uh, Please You're blocking the view Your signing was great Yes it was It was <laughs> Please move over to the right With my hand <laughs> But I mean What are the odds You're trying to take The closed captioning off This is what I'm talking about This is why There's so many factors Right When I watch sports You saw me at my house Like yeah. I sit on the yoga ball I pace I rock back and forth Holds her lucky scarf I hold my lucky giant scarf And I just Like I get locked in yeah. And there was I mean listen Normally bars have the volume on. They're not shooting a commercial. You're not sit- like so wasn't some of that the, stuff was beyond yeah. art, was be, was not normal. Right. It wasn't the perfect
1: prime place to watch. In other in World other Cup
0: in other World Cup uh, games that you watched, were you at
1: like big sports bars? Well, like the Village Idiot, the for Village example, Idiot. on Melrose. I could, you have to get there hours before. There's a yeah. line outside the door and uh it's like, do you want to wait online and hope to get in? Or do you want to actually sit down in a booth? And I was with a friend of mine. She's like, I'm too old for this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know, so we left and we ended up going to Fat Dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fat Dog in Fairfax. Yeah, Yeah. that was great. And um, nobody bothered you and everybody was into the game. But yeah, Yeah. it's fun. I like going when it is crowded because everyone is really into it and the spirit is awesome. But you got to get there at the crack of dawn. Yeah. Like for the big, like, especially the USA games.
0: Yeah. I just felt like I wish I could have done that over to... I think I would have picked a rowdier sports bar and just gotten there early and just been able to stand close to the TV and have everybody like, crazy because yeah. I felt like we were at like a, a luncheon. You know what I mean? Yes. And, hey, excuse me, sir. Hi. I'm trying to
1: Yeah. I'm trying to see Like we're speech. cutting out of work. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it felt like. Yeah, it did. It did. Well, Big Wang's next door was
0: crazy packed. It was crazy. But then I was like, do we make the halftime adjustment? <sighs> like Klinsman's halftime adjustment? All right. So USA, Belgium. We play the whole game. Tim Howard is making save after save after save. Incredible. We go to extra time. I'm still feeling good, even though Belgium kind of dominated the game.
1: They did. Th- they had but a 10,000, like, more scams. But we, we're ha- equal we hung now, in there. Right? Yeah, At we're like- equal
0: now. Oh, we go into God. extra time. Two goals. Two goals in the first, like, four and five minutes. So we're about to give up, and then, boom, we get a goal. Julian Green. So this is why I've been digging ah. Klinsman the entire time. Klinsman has made these adjustments like... You know, we talked about this before, a couple weeks before, you know, we don't bring Landon Donovan, which I do think at the end of the day, I, you know, how do you know out the door is going to go down? You just don't know, yeah. you know? So I wish we had Donovan, but that's okay. Uh, Klinsman brings in this 19 year old Julian Green, boom, scores a goal, Beautiful. comes in, scores a goal. And then that last five minutes was like some of the most exciting, crazy, we were losing our minds. Yeah. I mean, oh, I was, who's ugh. that dude? Um, he's got a nickname. He he literally almost... He should have scored... Uh, oh, with oh, the, oh, uh, He's beating himself name? up. Yes, he, he should have scored... kicked the wrong
1: part of his foot, oh, my pretty God. much. I oh, mean, God, how, I that poor his name. guy, that play must be going over and over in his head. Oh. Like, it, I would... It was not his fault, but that's what's so intense about these games, how it comes down to extra time or it comes down to one penalty kick and it's like all the pressure, like everything you've been working for up until this moment to, this is their life and it either makes it or breaks it. And it's so, I I don't understand that pressure must be that pressure beyond. I mean, it's almost like if you were in a hot dog eating contest, you know, it's that intense. It's that (laughs) intense.
0: It's so close. It's unbelievable i have to that rem- that remind me of one thing i don't know if you saw the chile brazil game the chile brazil game was last weekend okay right so we sat down and watched i was watching with my sister and uh i'm trying to get online it's not working okay so the chile brazil what this is exactly what you're talking about by the pressure right yeah we decided to cheer for chile because they're underdogs they're still south america whatever right um Chile played Brazil better than anyone's played Brazil, and and technically almost should have won. They lost in penalty kicks, okay. right? Oh yeah. But here here's the deal. So we're chilling, cheering for Chile the entire time. Now extra time, no goals. Now it comes down to penalty kicks, right? They start. I can't stand no, it. I, no can't. I, I have like I'm already gonna have a heart attack because we are gonna talk about the Netherlands Costa Rica can't. game as well. So it comes down to penalty kicks, right? So now. They start, the camera starts zooming in on the Brazilians, the Brazilian, um, not the crowd, the crowd, they were losing their minds. The goalkeeper for Brazil is welling up, oh my right? God. He looks like he's just, a, is going to about not sobbing out of, I don't think nervousness, but I, I mean, out of, of fear. It wasn't a fear, fear welling up. It was like oh my god like we have to win yeah. like this is for our country you're in an arena with 90,000 100,000 people and so Megan and i go we have to cheer for brazil we have to cheer <laughs> for brazil
1: <laughs> This is happening.
0: We we feared
1: in, in their own
0: country in their too. Own that's country. the other thing if they were in chile i would have stuck with chile yeah but in their own country it was only the quarter f- it was only the round of 16 i'm like i also feared like stadium safety i know it sounds yeah. so nerdy to say but i was like should
1: someone's going to get killed. Like something, yeah. something is going to horrible is going to happen in Brazil. Well, that's what I like about it. Cause I know it does get so intense and the rivalries are so strong, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's like the world cup. And I do feel like the sportsmanship is yeah. great. No, I just, no, I'm not talking about the athletes. No, I'm I talking know, about these crazy the stadium, fans. And I just feel like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it would go that way. Well, I would hope not, but you never I know. Hope not, but I, I don't know. Can God, God, they drink if, there it, in the stadium? If they've been drinking since the day they were born brownie. <laughs> They've been uh, hammered since the 70s. The thing is,
0: the problem is, in those countries... There is a lot of violence around Yeah, soccer. you're right. You're
1: right. What am I? I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, you know this. I'm, yes. It's like, just, it, I fe- I fear a lot like, of violence in a lot of those countries. I had a conversation with a girl yesterday. Yeah. We don't need to get into it. Yeah. In Venezuela. And she's like, don't go to my country. It's awful these days. Like, yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. It is so right, incredibly right, sad. But so
0: I just, we all, Megan and I looked at each other. We're like, oh no, wait, we have to cheer for Brazil. Oh like, my we can't, God. They cannot lose right now. It would just, it would be. It also felt like you would have pulled the heart and soul out of the World Cup for everybody's
1: experience, yeah, you know, except for the Chile people.
0: Except for the Chileans. Uh wonderful sea bass, wonderful country. I <laughs> uh I I so I I felt bad but I I gave Chile my all until penalty kicks because I just I felt like I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Here's a really fun thing that I need to bring in and then we'll break down a couple of the other games. Um I was of course just, you know, looking up World Cup stuff. And uh You know, it's one of these announcers that were saying stuff. And the announcer goes, they've come from, you know, planes, trains, automobiles to get to the World Cup. Uh, Over 600,000 tourists are landing in Brazil. Wow. They've got, they've floated down the Amazon River to get here. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? So I Googled like transportation via Amazon River to get to the game. And I just have to redo a couple of these things, right? So this is like a bonafide, obviously... Obviously, we all know about the Amazon River. There's boats going up and down the Amazon River yeah. for, you know, basic transportation. But but uh, shipping, right? And yeah. and, uh, and and production, all this stuff. But import export, import export. But. Uh, in This is like a super... It takes four days. This is this one particular little story. This is a 26-year-old law student from L.A. He had a ticket to watch Honduras-Switzerland match in uh, Manaus, the isolated capital of the Amazon state, more than 860 miles upriver from the Atlantic. He studied maps, checked airline prices. He discovered the cheapest and most interesting way to get there was a 687-mile trip downriver from the Tabatinga, from Tabatinga, the southmost um, border of Colombia, a hundred bucks. Um, it's a it's a, a vessel carrying f- everything from bricks to refrigerators. It hauls passengers packed elbow to elbow and swaying hammocks. All you have is like a three by five. You have a three by six foot hammock. That, def- that is your personal space. Right. And you have to hang the hammock somewhere and you basically can't get out of the hammock. I mean, you have how to How long eat. is the ride? It's four days. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it four is
1: four days. Four days. You better make some friends, man. Yeah. You got to make it's some like friends It's like Gilligan's real Island on, on water. Yeah.
0: Dude. So that's intense. This is how people have been traveling from to state I would, I would do that for, for so, four hours for four hours four
1: days? four days i would do it I, you can barely move dude, i rode on top of a train like on the roof of a train um through the ma- it was a nine hour train ride <laughs> where to go to ecuador in ecuador because that's like what you were supposed to do and we show up at five in the morning it was like no it's just like an old rickety train <laughs> like i'm thinking there's like a roof deck yeah. some chairs nope like we're climbing up and it's a lot of like um indian indian people like the yeah. indios yeah and um you know, with their backpacks. And yeah. so we get on top of the roof and it's like these little ridges. Um, there's no bar to hold. Oh. And we're, we're, we're sitting back to back and it's nine hours and we go through every climate change you could ever imagine. We go through the mountains. We go through hot sun, like sun, we get sunburn and then it's raining. And then we would stand up while the train was moving through the mountains. And then we'd have to duck because there'd be like a big wire. <laughs> oh my God. And we all did it to do, it was like the study abroad thing. And it was yeah. just a couple of friends of mine decided to do this crazy thing. And we went to the. This town called Banos, which is hot springs. But, and then we jumped off a bridge. Seriously. There was the crazy. Oh my
0: God. God. So
1: four days. Nine nine hours. hours. I'm
0: assuming you can climb into the train whenever you want to like use the bathroom or anything Uh, like that.
1: No, you could, did we get off the train? I don't remember. You could buy bamboo sticks and, and vodka, like randomly, like they'd be on the ground and they would throw it up to you. No. Yeah. I guess you could take a little thing inside and find a bathroom. I mean, there had to be nine Nine hours. hours. Yeah. Anyway, that was many years ago. Oh, my God.
0: That's amazing. It's totally cool. So this thing's cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I thought to myself, oh, I geez, would totally though. do this if I had... If there's some safety in numbers, right? If it was like because it's women, this me, you, your
1: sister, like yeah. a
0: fun group of us. A fun group of us, I would totally do this. I would do it too. But here's... This is, this is one no. of my favorite parts. Um, yeah, because look, it says, uh, you know, there's meals. They watch the World Cup. It's so um, fun. On the banks of the river, the scene is often uh, a total jungle. Pink dolphins leap in front of wooden shacks. Mist rises from the endless forest. Uh, then they say, but inside the boat, it's like hot, hot, riotous, Ringworm. gypsy, caravan, um, <laughs> crying babies, uh, um chickens Uh, people drying clothes and towels you know you know it's like a shit show yeah but uh one thing is this is this is two sisters uh and school teachers from columbia who scored tickets to the game in uh, manaus they literally they said they stepped away from the hammock for several minutes only to find people had moved in directly beside them and below them like you have to stake your claim and not leave your hammock He said, despite the cramped conditions, they said they were enjoying the adventure. These are the best quotes. One of the sisters said, everybody has been on a bus or airplane, but how many people get to travel on a boat down the Amazon? The other sister said, of course, our mother is still reciting the rosary, but not just for us, for everyone on the ship. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that is the cutest story ever. That's great. I mean, but like, you know, that that to me is such a cool part of this whole World Cup, like (laughs) oh yeah like all the stories yeah it's so awesome
1: that's the kind of thing though if I were to speak to these sisters I would tell my mom afterwards yes
0: oh my god (laughs) you would totally tell
1: can you imagine telling our moms no I told that trip I was like hey they're like how was your weekend I was like it was awesome rode on a roof of a train and then I jumped off a bridge how are you guys (laughs) but yeah I mean
0: I mean Mary Foley Mary Foley, and who's Mary in a Brown. better part of my act, Mary Brown and Mary Foley. Hi, mom. Yeah, I'm on the Amazon. I'm on uh, yeah. uh, a vessel uh, carrying refrigerators for four days to get to the next stadium. She'd be like, "Oh god, oh yeah. god, oh yeah. god, Aaron, Aaron, why? Why I have you on the prayer chain?" Yeah, I mean, I just love that. I love yeah. that. You know, people have been asking me too, and then we'll get back to like the nitty gritty game stuff. Uh, uh, you know, like why world cup? I haven't really been into it. There's so much stuff around it besides just the games. Mm-hmm. Obviously the athlete stories, you get to know all these amazing soccer players, not to be a total nerd, but I am learning some really good geography yeah. because it's like, do I know really what the Netherlands consist of? No, no, actually no. I don't No, Right. It's stuff you learn and you forget about. I just I uh, discovered um, all this stuff about Belgium. So what I do is whenever the two teams play each other, I make sure I know where it is on the map and now a little bit about the country. Impressive. Because I'm like, w- when am I going to think about the Netherlands again? Right. I was like, wait a minute. It's not Holland, but it, it's Holland. Right. And it's also some islands off Holland. And I was like, wait, but they call it the, the Dutch. Dutch. Right. You know, it's, it's just interesting. The whole thing is super yeah. interesting. Yeah.
1: So I met a guy yesterday from Holland. Literally, yeah. we were out after the beach, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, where are you from?" He's like, "Holland." I was like, "No way!" <laughs> like, it's so That's cool. They have something to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Then you're like, "I've been following the Netherlands." Yeah.
0: Who are now my how my team? I'm I want them to the go number. all the way. Yeah, I want them to go all the way. Um, okay, so we're doing we're flying by. We're doing well. Okay. Here we go. Um, all right, let's get back to the quarterfinals. Okay. Uh, let's, we'll, 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 we'll do them all, but we some of them we'll do quicker than the other one. Okay. So re- recapping USA, Belgium, I thought, and just recapping like USA in general, uh, I was so proud of our, our dudes. Amazing. I mean, Amazing. soccer is 89th sport in our country. Uh, we start out, you know, uh, bouncing balls and catching balls, and all these guys throughout the entire world—it's their sport. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't compete on a level where they have a soccer ball on their foot when they're, you know, a year and a half old. So yep. I felt very overall so proud, very proud of amazing.
1: Our it's it's awesome. And it also, what's interesting too, I think the difference between different countries to yeah. watch how they play and yeah. their styles, yeah, like some like a lot of the europeans are so much more technical yeah and then like brazil or colombia it's like it's a dance yeah it really is it it's really like a, a rhythm a it's beautiful it's like watching a ballet i'm here's me nerding out yeah but it's almost more exciting it's like more sexy in a way like just yeah. they're so smooth with the moves you know versus you know germany i mean they're great i'm not taking them yeah they're playing ability away but it's just
0: germany france was the most boring game yeah it, i mean beautiful but boring yeah and also when Germany wins, every other team that won, right, to get into the semifinals mm-hmm. or the, yeah, we're in the semifinals, yeah. dancing, screaming, jumping each other, like waving, losing their minds. Yeah. I mean, not to be stereotypical, but the Germans win and it's like, uh, what is next? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was an amazing German accent. That was so amazing. amazing. it was also like, it doubles up Good as like a Morgan. Russian
1: <laughs> What is next? Hello. Let me do next? your nails.
0: What is next for Germany? You're like when of the so slash mother the Russia mall.
1: Come here What do you do With your skin care
0: <laughs> <laughs> But Germany Alright so Germany Beats France Um They they looked barely Excited to get to The next round Obviously they're excited Uh So let's all right, Let's just stick to Quarters and we'll Hit the semis Um Netherlands Costa Rica oh
1: my god that was amazing I was texting my brother-in-law he's back on the east coast and we've been you know talking about all the games and thank god I didn't say anything because I was like please tell me you're watching this game right now yeah he's like do not tell me who's winning I'm out I'm taping the game and all I just kept being was like wow wow (laughs) like throughout what uh game
0: like it was amazing First of all, OK, again, the skill level and I had, now the Netherlands have won me over in this World Cup because last World Cup, I thought they were so dirty and the Spain Netherlands final. And of course, I'm the biggest Spain soccer fan. Uh, they just like they couldn't they, they the ball, the possession on Spain was probably like 80 20. It was infuriating uh, the players of the Netherlands and it was just like hack a Spaniard. Mm. It was it would just like kick the crap out of them. It, the game stopped 790 times. There was flopping, yellow cards. It was ugly. Yuck. But I think they're, they're obviously more of a physical team. But I do think Van Persie, Robin, uh, what's it? Schneider. They're so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. They're so fun to watch. It's unbelievable. But, you know, obviously, I think a lot of us were cheering for Costa Rica, like underdog. Oh, I was totally cheering for Costa Rica. I was, I was actually cheering for both because I kind of secretly, I wanted Costa Rica to win because it's the underdog. I mean, but they, I, I
1: wanted a Netherlands-Argentina matchup. I wanted. That. I don't know. I mean, I'm rooting for the. N- I just don't want Argentina. Period. Yeah, I'm over messy. You. Oh,
0: you're over messy. I'm over messy. Why? I just. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said <laughs> that ever in the history of
1: soccer. Yeah, I think maybe it's because I used to be with a Mexican man who couldn't stand him, so he oh, sort yeah. of planted that in my mind. Yes, but um, I mean, he's an amazing player, but it's just Argentina. eh. Come on! I know they haven't won they're in many, the white many years. They're the
0: white collar of South America. <laughs> exactly. Apparently, no one likes Argentina because they're all snippety. And whenever uppety. I met
1: them, they were snooty. Yes, yeah, and okay. they're just like just, I like, I like they have this whole. Aaron <laughs> Brown
0: is over messy. Everybody, I'm <laughs> over him. He's the greatest. One of the greatest players of all time. You know what? I'm over I'm him. Done with him. I'm done with fucking messy let me tell you that much wait <laughs> can we just pause first. and i want i forgot to ask you yes do you mind talking just for like a minute or two what it's
1: like to date a crazy no. uh soccer fan from mexico yeah so i was with the guy for many years mario, mario. Yes. he's a huge soccer fan he played soccer i met him repeatedly we watched i think we watched at least one game together definitely yes. and so no i mean talk about spirit and passion forget yeah. about it it was yeah. like that's why we went to the village idiot i mean i had a seat saver he was there at like 5 30 in the morning like just yeah. like boom for the there. last world cup yes yeah, yeah and uh you know he had his huge mexican flag yeah like wrapped around him yeah you know playing the game and running underneath like the tvs like the whole bar knew him there's like 200 people there and he was no running. way it was like a bull fa- like he was like the bull <laughs> <laughs> wait he was running with the Mexico flag ah! under- <laughs> underneath and oh he was my like sweetie 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 and it was just like I like, can we still keep in touch? And when yeah. they lost, Netherlands beat them. Oh, I was right? rooting for Mexico. Uh, me yes. too. I t-
0: that was a heartbreaking yeah. loss. Awful. Two goals in the last what, like three minutes? It was it
1: was awful. They
0: were up one nothing with like three
1: minutes it was, left. It was, was heart wrenching. Oh. So I waited for a while, and I was just like, yeah, I'm so sorry. So like sorry. it was like I'm so sorry for your yes.
0: loss. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I mean, it it, was, it feels like
1: life or death. Yeah. They're just so. It's be- like, that's why I got so into it too. Yeah, Cause they're yeah. just, they're so passionate about it, so you know? Passionate. And yeah, it's a sport. Yeah. It's, it's everything to them. It is it's everything. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. And we have like 8,000 other sports, but for these countries, this is it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, obviously they have a lot of Central America, a lot of baseball and stuff like that, but basically this is their main know? thing. I mean, this is their main thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I just was like, Oh my God, you have to talk about like your experiences with Mario because like he was, yeah. Just crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. The whole nation stops. Yeah. Well, for all of these countries, like I was always in
1: the right colors. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and had my green and my orange. Yeah. And so you and and uh. Also,
0: I was I was thinking like, uh, what was I thinking? Wait, what was my point? Um, with Mexico. Just Oh, yeah. Just said the fact that also, like, you know, they play so many championships. Like, there's always, like, a championship every year every two years. So, it's just, like, it would be like living with just, like, a crazed soccer fan now, like, all the time.
1: Right? I mean, it was, like, nonstop. Yeah. 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 You wake up in the morning and you're like, what is that? And you hear, like, blah, 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 blah. Goal! You know, like, whatever. They're into it. That's awesome.
0: It's so fun. I love this shit. Yeah. All right. So, Netherlands, Costa Rica. Uh, What I do want to talk about in this game was uh, it goes 0-0 into extra time... The Netherlands are freaking out because they're they were beyond heavy favorites. No one oh, even thought yeah. Costa Rica. That's I didn't what, even know they had a team. Talk
1: about passion! Costa Rica was just like the, the, yeah. their energy. Uh, oh, it was beautiful.
0: They also said it's the, it's uh, statistically the happiest country on the planet. I, I want to go there. I totally. I, who I, doesn't want to go to Costa Rica? I, I want to take a four, or four or day thing. boat ride in a hammock yes. to get there. <laughs> I want to hammock, people. Uh, there's going to be a fund. Send Brownie and Foley to Costa Rica. Seriously, wait, it is the happiest country? Now, I know they were a good team. I just said that, but I was was kidding. I knew they were a good team because of the CONCAF, like the North American, uh, Central America, whatever. It's it's our league that the American, Mexico, and uh, Costa Rica, and Central America, other Central American teams. Panama. uh, Play in to get, to qualify World Cup. So I saw Costa Rica play a couple times. Okay. Um, But... They, but all right. So they come out of nowhere. They're having like the tournament of their lives. They're playing the Netherlands. It's it's like heavyweight versus lightweight. They take it to extra times. It goes into penalty kicks megan Mm -hmm. was on her way i'm house sitting uh the next couple days i've been house sitting for like week and a half uh the the point of the story she was texting to come over here and i said megan have you watched she goes oh i I didn't watch the the last couple minutes i said it's tied up there's penalty kicks she goes i'm going
1: back inside the house (laughs) yeah literally she went back inside the house to watch the penalty kick i had a friend texting should we go to a bar and watch the game i'm like i'm not leaving (laughs) (laughs) cannot leave i've seen Feeling And so What I loved Was the The change of
0: goalie I have never seen that I've watched a lot of soccer smart move So this guy uh, They take in I I can't pronounce his name It's like Celestian But that's not it And they put in Cruel Right Mm -hmm. So the dude The coach was like He's stronger He's got a longer reach We had Obviously they'd already Planned this out Um, And so they made the sub Right before the end of the match Because whoever Is on the field At the end Has to take the kick So they can't sub in So, Cruel comes in, huge dude. Mm -hmm. He just looked like, oh, he was going to win. Yeah. And he starts, did you, do you saw the shit talking up to the players when they were putting the ball down? I was like, Like, back off, dude. This is the World Cup. We're all friends. I literally was like, that was a bit much. Yeah. But, I mean, it worked. I guess so. For for people who are listening that didn't see it. Basically, you know, on the penalty kick, the, the, the guy comes out, puts the ball down, backs up a little, the, the guy that's kicking, the goalie was pacing like two inches from the ball and was shit talking him like mm-hmm. before he lined up the ball, then went back in the goal and was doing all these like, taunting. you know, yeah. taunt, almost yeah. like taunting. Yeah. He saved two in the Netherlands week, Costa Rica. It's crazy. Holy crap. That, that coach looks like a genius.
1: Right? Yeah. And I I do. Can I just say they are very um, all the coaching staff with their suits, with their suits and and their orange orange ties. ties. It's so uniform. classy. Very classy. I liked that whole.
0: And uh, there's a dude. If you haven't seen the Netherlands play, you have to watch this game. Netherlands plays Argentina on Wednesday, and the dude Robin for the Netherlands. I think uh the guy james rodriguez which we're going to talk about at the very end for colombia he's part of the feel good moment of the week you're gonna love it uh him and robin have the two, been to me the two most exciting players to watch yeah like neymar but i don't know neymar's kind of in and out and uh now will that will be a gone, good transition right? brazil
1: plays colombia well he he's done neymar neymar I mean, gets he, a knee
0: in the back he like hurt his disc he broke a vertebrae Ugh. He gets choppered out. It looks
1: so out. painful. It looks, it looks so, so painful. It painful. And it happened at the very,
0: very end. Here's the thing. awful. He goes down when the wind blows. So I thought, because he's probably 89 pounds mm-hmm. soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe with that hair, he's 92 pounds. Because of the highlights? Because uh, of the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> he's 92 pounds. Carol, fact check that he's 92 pounds. Uh, pre-highlights, 90. And he just goes down. He goes down and he goes down. I'm not saying he's flopping all the time, but I think he's just, he needs to put on, he needs to hulk up like the Hulk. Uh, he that needs plays to State get Brazil. some hot dogs in him. Eat a lot of hot dogs. Oh, Neymar needs to call Joey Chestnut, eat some hot dogs, gain a couple pounds. So when he oh. went down, I was like, oh, here he goes again, trying to waste time, right? They're kind of yeah. they're trying to kill time. They're up 2-1. Two, two and then I was like, oh, this looks really, it, then it looked like, oh no. And mm-hmm. then he gets bucketed out. I don't know what that Those, stretcher, it looks like
1: a bucket. I, I can't, it does look like a bucket. It yes. looks like a big like stretcher a sle- bucket. Sle- like, it's, like a sled. It's like a little, it's like a kayak that they carved the middle of the kayak out. It's just so weird. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand. It's so weird. I mean, and now I want to use them. Like I want to yeah. use them in America. Like yes. when the football guy gets off. Not like, not the old school stretchers with yeah. the, cloth. Or I want a meter. bucket. I
0: want a bucket. Also, you know what I'd like to do during the day? Like sometimes you're like, you're at work all day, right? Mm-hmm. And you're exhausted. Yeah. I want to, I just want to go down. I want to go down yeah. on the job. Carol, and, and get me that kayak thing. Someone bucket <laughs> me out. Yeah. Like, why can't we? Yeah. I always said that was like my, one of my favorite parts of baseball when the, I, that everyone needs a relief pitcher at some point during their week. I mean, the, true. I mean, the pitcher just throws and he's like, you know what? I got nothing left. How many times in your day job have you just have nothing left? Nothing. Tap on the arm. Done. The relief comes in. It's the fifth time I've been to the copy machine. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> Signal on the arm. The bucket or the relief pitcher comes in. Bucket me <laughs> out of my JJ job.
1: Get me out of here. Whatever
0: that was. I think I was trying to say day job. I like how I I like think, JJ job. JJ job job. Um all right, we're running in like Argentina. Only like five or six more minutes. I know you have to fly. It's all good. Um okay, so and then the last game was uh, Argentina Belgium. Eh, it was all right. Uh yeah. here's the there's the knack on the knock on Argentina is they're not playing like a team, but they have so many like they have so many uh, amazing players. I, you know, they're doing nothing for me. I mean, I love watching Messi. I'm not over Messi. I know you're <laughs> over Messi. I'm actually that's not over Messi. Because that's like I'm carrying it in from a past relationship. You're carrying in from past relationship.
1: He does so look better been... like I like he just looks more pro without his big mop of hair. Yes. He I cut the hair. Take notice of all he that. He cut the hair. Anyway. It's
0: just that. Nah. But Argentina and Netherlands is gonna be pretty smoking awesome. Now Brazil Germany uh brazil I, i'm nervous Marcos, about that I, one. I, i'm telling you i don't want germany like, i don't want there. germany
1: win I'm, is, i don't this, think this is the only time i'm rooting for brazil this is the first time i'm ready i don't think anybody want well is it though what do you mean when they played chile No, who played chile no that wasn't brazil yeah. played chile you well did. besides just <laughs> in the penalty kicks You're like i'm calling you out on your yeah all right <laughs> that's stupid so
0: brazil plays germany now silva thiago silva their captain yeah did you see that play where he's just running up the field and he crashes into the goalie no. for no reason? No, I didn't see that. Gets a second yellow card and now he's not playing this game. Why? That's their captain. Why? The, and he also randomly scored their goal last time. Maybe he just was asking for the bucket. No, yeah. He just <laughs> I, I just he had a he had like a, a, a momentary like, oh my god, I've just lost my mind. I crash into the goalie, gets a second yellow. They literally are – they sent a a formal, I don't know, inquiry into FIFA to try to get that second yellow overturned so he could play. On what grounds? The dude – like the goalie went to kick the ball and he just crashed into him. They're never going to overturn it. No way. I wrote down – I wrote down this sentence. It says FIFA only, you know – Switches out the yellow card Or overturns their decision Under exceptional circumstances This is not exceptional He just ran into the goalie Like a a Mm D-bag So they're playing without Neymar And Selva Germany could totally win They've got Mueller They've got Close, Like they could totally beat Brazil Uh,
1: So what if Argentina wins And freaking Germany goes to the finals Then I have to root for Argentina
0: Then I'm totally going to root for Argentina
1: No offense to Germany Like
0: they just win a lot And I'm over them I'm they totally excited. And they not beat exciting. Us. And they, they beat, beat us. us. Boo. All right. So real quick Germany, Brazil, who's gonna win? Browning. I want Brazil. Who's gonna win? Brazil. Brazil. Argentina, Netherlands. Who's gonna oh, win? Man, I'm going Netherlands. Netherlands, Brazil. I think Netherlands takes it all. It's gonna be Germany, Argentina, Germany takes <laughs> it all. <laughs> Cut two, I'll be like, mm, I called it.
1: In my orange suit. Uh yes. Okay
0: all right just a couple more quick couple quick more things um before player of the game uh we're running out of time here but i just i wanted to say just a couple minutes oh we got to give a shout out to uh uh brendan brown brendan brown and uh all right before we do we'll do tennis and then your uh, cousin Nephew, uh, nephew. All good. I don't know why I said uh, cousin. <laughs> Wimbledon. I watched so much Wimbledon. Also, sports without balls fans. I'm just going to say this. Uh, not next week. Maybe the end of next week. I am going to New York City and on the podcast, it's going to be an entire podcast dedicated to tennis. My friend Jocelyn's coming on the show. She works for the uh, U.S. Tennis Association because awesome. we haven't done a lot of tennis. So we're going to do probably more Wimbledon stuff. We'll do uh, U.S. Open test. We're going to do the state of uh, tennis in the U.S. So listen for that. That's going to be probably in two weeks. Um, so not to shortchange short Wimbledon, it's just that the World Cup is over every four years. But it was an amazing Wimbledon. It was yeah. an amazing Wimbledon. I got up at 6.30 yesterday morning. Um, we're recording this on Monday, but it will be out in a couple of days. Uh, to watch uh, Djokovic-Federer, I did actually watch the women's. Uh, Bouchard played uh, Katova. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it's Katova. She's from Czech Republic. Bouchard's for this huge Canadian upstart. But I have to say it was a snooze fest. It was 6-3-6-0, boring. and it was just katova just kicked her ass she's an upstart she's gonna be back in action yeah. she's awesome she's nice. super fun to watch uh, a couple random facts first canadian in tennis history to reach a, gl- a grand slam final no bouchard seriously yeah she's super fun to watch cool it was also the shortest uh, wimbledon final since 1983 yes. i mean it was on <laughs> and it was over but we're going to probably talk more tennis in a couple of weeks. We'll do a whole, whole podcast on tennis. But um, I just, you know, congratulations. Uh, she won in 2011. She won in 2014. So congratulations to her. Overall, the tournament for women, it was all right. It was all right. Uh, but the men's, a couple of things to mention. Nadal lost last week to, I can't mm-hmm. even pronounce it, Nick Kai Kyr, K-Y-R-G-I-O-S. Kirgios, 19, 19 years old that's the best part wild card entry from Australia so great his mom this is just a cute little story the day before he's like oh Nadal's too much for my son his son wins. And he said, well, she made me upset that she didn't even pick me to beat doll, So now, after he won, he said he texts his mom a smiley face to, to tell her that she had won. <laughs> That's great.
1: This so is what's happening. Great. This
0: is what's happening. You beat doll, and you text your mom a smiley face. Smiley face,
1: face emoticon.
0: Nin- 19 years old. Uh, so look for him in the future. But I got up and I saw the heavyweights. I saw Djokovic play Federer. Uh, it was one of the best finals. It was one of the best tennis matches I have ever seen. You saw some highlights, and yes. we'll talk about Djokovic's um, post-game comments. Sports Without Balls fans, I need you, if you didn't watch this match, to try go and, and re-watch this match. But specifically, go online and, and Google Djokovic's post-game comments. I love it. On the, right after he, beats, he beat Federer in five sets... It was an amazing comeback because he was serving for the match in the fourth set. Federer did like five games in a row. Federer played amazing. No, I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but Federer played amazing. Federer's got number seven sewed onto the back of his sneakers because he's won Wimbledon seven times. That's also why I'm not a big mm, uh, Federer fan. You're over him. I am over him. Brownie. High five. Brownie's over messy. I'm over Federer. Djokovic comes back. It was only the second time he's ever won Wimbledon. Uh, his... Uh, mental, the knock on him was always like, uh, his mental fortitude, right? Cause he's lost now in the last four finals right. and he finally wins. He's, he's 27. He spoke like a 50 year old 27. Yeah. His post match comments were Holy so amazing. Cow. Were are so amazing. I can't believe he's
1: 27. He's
0: 27 years old. Yeah.
1: I agree with everything you're saying. He, it brought me to tears Yeah
0: What did you Like I sent you that I sent you that clip I mean some of the comments He made were He's like I just you know When I When I When I Was serving for the match And then uh, You know He broke me I just Oh wait He so got the best Didn't
1: he have like uh, Federer had an ace In the fi- Very final Like he thought That was going to break him
0: Yeah He yeah, you, you thought he was He thought he was like Down and out He comes back Nitty gritty Fights his way back In the fifth set Wins but talk about that little moment that, that I sent you that he went to the he took a bathroom, took a bathroom break, break
1: and he had a conversation with himself and yeah. he was uh, as simple as you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And he said, it sounds trivial, but yeah. it's true. And yeah. when you really do believe in yourself, you can do powerful things. And I mean, it was amazing because he went and he, and he conquered yeah. and he, they talked about Boris uh, Becker. His, his coach. Yeah. And just how their styles of tennis are different, but just the the relationship that they have that, you know, he, why he's, picked him and why he's such a good coach for him it was it was
0: amazing yeah I did feel a little bit old because I'm watching Djokovic Federer and in their boxes for their coaches are Stefan Edberg and Boris Becker who I watched play yeah and I was like oh i made (laughs) it. oh oh boy Uh, Becker did not age well oh because he was a beauty on the court growing up and he looks like a a flaming red partial alcoholic but that's okay he's probably not but I love Becker but Djokovic's comments were so beautiful about staying in the Moment and being focused and being so positive, and you just got to, you know, you just got to talk to yourself and believe in yourself. He's like, I dedicate the match to my future wife and future future child. Yes, his wife is six, his fiance is six months pregnant. Six months pregnant. She couldn't, she wasn't even in the stands. She had to watch it separately in somewhere else in the stadium because of her nerves. Oh my Because like, She was so nervous. She he, couldn't even function. Yeah. He was it saying was that. So I sweet. wish my child,
1: my future child could have seen it, but he will see it. And yeah. Oh my beautiful. God. He's like, we'll
0: sit down after cartoons and we'll watch. I mean, you guys just, it was, it He's was, sweet. it was tied. It was almost the feel good. Mo- His post game speech was almost uh, the feel good moment of the week. Yeah. I'd have to say it's right up there. It's a close second. Uh, he just handled himself like every athlete. You know, I'm not saying Federer isn't well spoken, but Federer will talk about how good he was, right? Right. Almost not that obnoxiously, but just like I did this, I did this and and, and, and Djokovic's first comment was Uh, Federer is, uh, an amazing, he's so good for the sport. He's such a role model. Uh, thanks for letting me win, like joking around with him. Like he's just, I love him so much. I
1: I know. I agree. And a lot of times, like when it's at the end of a match, whether it's tennis or golf or like whatever, and you're, and you see the, the winner with their family and you just, you get so emotional, but you're thinking what it must be like to be them. But then with this guy, I literally, it almost brought me to tears because it inspired me it was so inspiring. to like just be a better person. Yes. Like, you know, if you're yeah. having a bad day, people, yeah. sports without balls, fans, <laughs> sports without balls, fans, watch this video. Cause you're like, yeah. Oh yeah, I can do this. Whatever yeah. you set your mind to do and your heart. If it's in it, like yeah. go for it. It really, it sounds nerdy, but it's and true. That's, and that's
0: the perfect transition to give your
1: nephew a shout yes. out. So my nephew Brendan Brown, check him out online. He's 16 years old, hails from New Jersey, and a couple about a month ago, he he's been setting records in powerlifting. A it's sport unbelievable. You don't hear much about, especially yeah, yeah. for a 16 year old. But He um, he's so dedicated to it, and I think a few years ago, a trainer noticed his he just had extraordinary ability, strength, and also just focus. That's what it is. It's all about focus. It's all Kim, about focus. So inspirational. So um, he set uh, at age 16, and his he weighs one hundred sixty five pounds. Um so in his class he set three national records. For deadlift he lifted four hundred and sixty pounds. Oh my oh my God. Oh my God. Uh he he squatted four twenty-five. I um, can't even do a squat without
0: weights. It's very hard. Just squatting on my own with my two legs. Right,
1: right? <laughs> and and how much can you bench fully? Oh about twenty to twenty five pounds. Yeah.
0: He uh
1: out of zero onto it and that's what Brendan did. Two hundred and fifty. Pound bench press. Oh my god! With a, an arm that was broken in uh, football, um so it's still like on the mend. What a phenomenal athlete he really is. So, um if you want to Instagram him, he's Brendan underscore Brown ninety eight. I love him, and he's such a cool kid too. He's but really I mean, fun. you know,
0: just for hopefully we'll get all kinds of age groups listening to this podcast in the future. But also, there's these moments where you take, you know, it segues beautifully because you take a Djokovic mo- moment, and he's like, "Believe in yourself." Be super positive. You can do anything, and look what your nephew's doing at yeah. sixteen. And
1: sending like titles, weightlifting titles, In powerlifting total, titles. Yeah, that day he uh, lifted one thousand one hundred and thirty-five. And he's sixteen.
0: Sixteen. See, think about it. sixteen-year-olds are just like flung around doing nothing. nothing. And th- th- this is this is what this kid does. Yeah, that's amazing. His name is Brendan. Brendan. Brendan.
1: Brendan. Brown. I, n- I
0: hope you're listening, Brendan. Uh, congratulations. You're uh, you're a beyond a role model. You rock, dude. Totally. When you're twenty one, I'm totally gonna buy some beers after you uh you're in the Olympics. <laughs> um okay, we have reached our feel-good moment of the week. But I have to say, uh, Djokovic's speech and his victory, uh your nephew, Brendan, those are all feel-good moments of right? the week. I just got the chills. I just got the chills. Uh and and in total, uh you know, because World Cup, we only have one more week. The feel-good moment of the week was when Brazil played Colombia at the very end of the game. There's a superstar for Colombia. He's 22. He's like the face of the World Cup now. His name is, I call him James. It's James, but it's J-A-M-E-S because we're like, James. He's the cutest <laughs> James Rodriguez. You have to look him up. He's so adorable. He has six World Cup goals. He's up for like the golden boot, which is the, the amount of, you know, uh, the, the highest amount of, of goals. goals. He plays for Colombia. He's the cutest freaking thing on the planet. Adorable. They lose to Brazil. He's crying, right? So they're exchanging shirts. He's literally in the middle of the pitch crying, and uh, David David Luiz. I think that's how you say it. I'm sure David Luiz, who is my favorite Brazilian player with the crazy fun hair. I love it. I love him. I love him so much. At the end
1: of what game was it when he was just on the Costa Rica? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, No, Colombia. Colombia. Yeah, Yeah. and he scored that goal from like. 40 yards it was out so
1: sweet and then someone went and embraced him after yeah that. so yep.
0: he's everyone's hugging louise goes up to rodriguez is s- s- saying everything complimentary you could say to him starts hugging him they exchange jerseys. i am bawling <laughs> i'm literally tears pouring down yeah. my face which is basically how i end up with every sporting event <laughs> um and there was a quote he said he's a player that has captured the affection of the world i'm literally gonna start crying now it was such a sweet sweet sportsman like that is the world cup it's like all these countries playing each other they know the stakes they know how much love you know they have towards their game towards their country this kid is 22 years old he scores six goals it was amazing it was amazing yeah I get the
1: chills. Yeah. Is there so an
0: actual golden boot? There is an actual golden boot. Do they drink out of the boot like they do I with ho- all those I other trips? I hope trophies? so. I swear <laughs> to God, if I got near a golden boot, I'd, I'd put at least a white wine spritzer in there.
1: Absolutely. Hello. Hello,
0: July 4th. Woo! White wine spritzers. Fireworks, fireworks. Uh, that is our episode. So check out all those moments continue to watch the World Cup uh, we'll obviously discuss the semifinals and finals next next time congratulations to Katova uh, Djokovic for winning Wimbledon uh, all these teams in the World Cup it's been so fun congratulations to Joey Chestnut on the hot dog eating competition <laughs> his recent
1: engagement we can only wish Woof. them a lifetime of love if, and hot dogs if we could broadcast uh, live from their wedding let's let's <laughs> we if we could MC I'll, their wedding I'll bring my red carpet <laughs> yes you do sports without Balls. it's gonna be amazing all right so tell everybody where they can find you again if you go to erinbrown.tv you'll find everything or twitter at hot red erin brown does hot this amazing carpet.
0: thing where she interviews people on her little miniature red carpet it's my own she carpet goes, she goes to all these events and interviews celebrities, celebrians or celebrities and celebrities and <laughs> Uh, On her own red carpet And it's so awesome You're fantastic Thank you so much For being here Oh my god Thanks for having me This is a blast You gotta come back I would love to Watch something else Random and we'll talk about it Okay Sports Without Balls fans Have the best week Of your life